0: I think a key survival technique is the ability to adapt to the conditions around you the ability to conform to whatever new variables are entered into the equation I'm Tim Garland this is the trail connection podcast Everybody and welcome back to the trail connection podcast today we're camping out in my secret spot and uh, i just want to take a minute to welcome you to my fortress of solitude this is the spot that i come to pretty regularly when i can when the weather's is permitting um, and this was the training ground for me this is a spot that i found a couple years ago and kind of used to run to um, when i need to get away and and just kind of reflect on some things. So um, I want to take a minute to just thank everybody who who took the time to watch and listen to that first episode. And I understand, you know, it's probably a little more heavy than what you uh, were expecting. And definitely if you were tuning in to see, you know, what is the trail connection and talk about hiking and, and camping, that, that probably was not what you're expecting at all. So Thank you for taking the time to listen to it, if you finished it. And um, today, I intend on turning it up a little bit and making it a little bit more lighthearted. And (laughs) I just, I felt like I needed to start there because that's where it started for me. You know, it uh, it definitely, I'm not going to say it was a dark place, but it was a, a definite low for sure but I came out of that. And so I just I wanted everyone to understand where I started and how I kind of worked my way through that. So this is the next step in that process. I um I took a lot of time, a lot of hours of hiking and wandering and exploring and um, I found an area that was high enough that it was out of the low-lying swamp area, um, far enough away that it felt like I was getting away, but close enough that if I had an emergency, I could get out of here pretty quick. And um, I just, I searched high and low for the perfect spot to to get to. And it's, it's pretty crazy because, um, you know, speaking of having to adapt, the... The way that I came in today was on the complete opposite end of the property. Um, And it's not the typical route that I take in here at all. So that was a little frustrating. And it's even more frustrating when you get out here and there is just water standing everywhere you see. And um, I know you can't see it on the video, and you definitely can't see it if you're listening to the podcast. But uh, right now I'm sitting on an island in the middle of a swamp. There is uh, water literally standing all around me. Um, I'm on a little high area, and uh, so I guess I chose well. Um, Hasn't been tested like this before in the last couple years that I've been coming back here, so it's good to know. glad that uh, this spot stays high and dry. It's just uh, all the area around it that you would use to get to it. kind of gets, uh, underwater sometimes. So, but, um, this is a a neat spot because it's so far back and, and tucked away from, you know, the main trail. Um, it's different every single time I come out here, even when I come in the normal way that I come in, uh, because, you know, water level changes and, and terrain changes, seasons change. I mean, the. The face of the forest is constantly changing, and it's very—it's uh, very difficult for it to stay looking exactly the same. So it took me a little bit longer to find it today because it's been a while. Uh, we're just coming out of summer, so it's been several months since I've been back here, and um, yeah, the trail is just different. Every single time. And what's cool about this is I use uh, game trails. It's not a typical, like, well-defined beaten path. It's, uh, it's it's an animal trail. And I don't know if any of you have had an opportunity to follow a game trail unless you're a, a hunter. Um, but uh, it's different, you know. And it's not... Clearly defined. You're basically following tracks or following a tiny little trail that's cut through grass or weeds or you know in the in the mud, and um, it's it it fades away sometimes. It turns abruptly, um, but most of the time it just about here and just kind of follows you know the current edge of the water line water level. So, like I said, you know it's, it's different every single time. And, you know, it, it got me thinking as I was hiking out here and, you know, talking about being able to be a, a flexible and, and being able to adapt, you know, there there are things that we want to accomplish in our life, and a lot of us might have similar goals or or aspirations, but uh, the path that we each take to get to those or get to, to accomplishing those, um Might not look exactly the same for each of us, you know. It's uh, we we all have something that we're striving towards and something that we're working at, but how we go about accomplishing that goal or um, attaining what we're what we're going after, it it always is different, and it's different for different people. So, um, life throws you curves, man. You gotta you gotta adapt to it. So anyway, um, so today I wanted to talk a little bit about my gear setup for the area out here, and then I've also got something cooking in the fire right now. I want to tell you all about um, that. I'm really excited to try, and then uh, we'll kind of we'll wrap it up. So I chose a hammock for camping out here, and because it, of it being such a low-lying area and and all that um i decided that i was gonna i was gonna go with the hammock because you can't go wrong with that as long as you got plenty of trees you got something to post up on so um i'm gonna go ahead and give this company a plug we are not partners at this point but uh i just love this thing so much that uh, i just want to thank them you know um so i i have a double Hammock made by Everest Active Gear, and um, this thing's been with me for the last two years. I take it pretty much every time I go camping. I've loaned it to others that I'm trying to convert to camp, and um, so it's it's been really really good to uh, experience being outdoors. and And so um, it's a double hammock, so that means there's room for two. And uh, hopefully one day I'll get to share it with my wife. Uh, she's been with child for about seven years now, (laughs) um, because we don't have cable, and, uh, (laughs) it's, uh, it's, uh, it just hasn't worked out for her to come out and, and camp with me yet, but she wants to, and she's intending to, it's just, we got to get our babies a little bit bigger before she's able to do that, but, um, plenty of room in there it's really really nice and cozy it's got an integrated bug net which is essential if you are camping out here and I don't know if you guys can see this on the video right now but I'm being swarmed by love bugs so it's only appropriate at this moment to be talking about a bug net Um, but if it's not love bugs it's mosquitoes or gnats or whatever and uh, this thing is just it's awesome Um, if you don't need the bug net then you can flip it upside down and just lay on top and no big deal. And, uh, it's, it's great. It comes with the straps included as well. And all of that comes pretty much for the price of an ENU, Um, and so it's affordable and, uh, you get all the, all the pieces that you need. It also has a rain fly that I have, uh, as well, but I don't have it put up right now. Um, cause it's, It's nice and bright and no chance of rain, so uh, I'm gonna keep it up and open uh, tonight so I can take a look at stars if I can see any and all that. So I also have a uh, insulated thermal inflatable sleeping pad in there. And um, that one's made specifically for hammocks. uh, It's got a nice spread on it, butterfly type setup to where it spreads the hammock out a little bit. You got plenty of room. And that was like absolutely one of the best buys when it comes to pieces of gear that I've gotten in the last couple years because it's a game changer. Um, Pretty much before I had it, every single time I would come out and camp, I would wake up multiple times a night with a cold butt or cold feet and um, you just... You know you're all of the the weight kind of goes down to one spot in the hammock and that's where when everything's compressed that's where the, the cold temperature comes in so this thing's great because it adds some comfort it's got padding but it also has a thermal effect which keeps you nice and toasty all night so that's great still haven't solved the cold feet problem um, pretty sure it's because my my hammock is hanging too low but i don't know if you're listening and you can solve that problem for me please write me or message me let me know cuz i'd like i would love to uh not wake up in the middle of the night with cold feet so anyway um also got an inflatable pillow uh that's real nice to to have as well kind of keeps your neck elevated a little bit but um i love this thing i love this hammock and i love this setup and uh i got to be honest with you i i sleep better in this than i do in my own bed at home and uh I tell everybody that, so I have no problem, you know, uh, recommending those, these products to anybody who asks. So um, I've also got a nice little uh, little table here, and um, I know it's probably something that's not essential for backpackers, because uh, you're typically trying to go lightweight and less gear, because uh, you're, if you're going distances, but with this spot being so close by to the truck, um, you know, I don't mind a little extra weight. And it's, it's worth it to me. yeah, I'm a comfort guy. So um, I've been out here so many times trying to cook a meal or prepare something and you know I'm right down in the dirt and the soil out here is, is real soggy because of how low lying it is and it's just always damp. And uh, it's difficult not to just get junk in your in your meal that you're trying to prepare so i bought that pretty pretty soon uh once i started coming out here and it's been it's been an essential piece of gear for me especially when i come out here and i'm planning on cooking but it's cool it's a real lightweight breaks down packs down really nice um and um only about 30 bucks on amazon um but it's great for meal prep or playing some cards or whatever you need it to set it on so I bring that along with me as well I've also got a uh a chair that uh packs down real nice as well and again you know this is one of those things that where it's worth you know the extra pound or you know pound 10 ounces of what it is to pack on the sack because I mean Being able to to post up and recline and and just sit back and relax by the fire is so nice. The first few times I came out here, I was sitting on logs and dragging, you know, laid over cypress trees that had dried out, um, as big as of stumps as I could bring over towards the fire, I was dragging over here, and before I knew it, I was just like, man, I got to get me a chair, so I picked one of these up as well, and... um, works out really nice I'm uh, I'm really thankful to have this as well it's got a pillow included in it so if you want to you know lay your head back and look up a little bit you can but uh, these two pieces of gear are not essential for backpackers but uh, for me I I bring them pretty much any chance I get just because it's uh, it's nice to be able to set up and have some comforts you know and make things a little bit easier so um, speaking of meal prep um, Today I've got a uh, chicken breast that I've been marinating in some olive oil with some lemon pepper seasoning, and um, that's been sitting in there for a few hours. And uh, I typically will bring out something like that. Um, I've I've cooked all kinds of meats out here though. I've cooked uh, chicken. I've cooked salmon. I've cooked several different cuts of, of steak. Um, and all of it usually turns out pretty well, but, um, you know, I, I like to experiment and, and try different things out here. So most of the times I'm, I'm by myself. So it really doesn't matter if I mess it up or if it tastes bad, but it kind of gives me an opportunity to, uh, get some experience and, and just try out some cool stuff so I can impress whoever I bring out here. And, um, so today I'm cooking a piece of chicken and uh, right now I've got some uh, red wild potatoes, the tiny ones, mini potatoes, in a little Weber pan um, with some fresh rosemary and some spices and olive oil as well, just roasting in the coals. And um, so those will probably be ready about the time we wrap up and then I'll throw the chicken breast on there and and uh, get it going. So I've got a really cool little... Uh, grill grate that I bought and um it's real lightweight it's um it's got a fine mesh on it you know they're like quarter inch squares on there but um I've got a couple lightweight tent stakes that I push down in the ground on each corner and then lay that grate on top of it and then I'll take some coals from the fire and rake them out and underneath that and uh, that's what I use to cook on and it's worked out really, really well because, uh, you can, you know, pull the steaks up or push them down lower if you need to, to get the, get the level of the grill, uh, right where you want it and at a good spot. And, um, so most of the stuff that I'm, I've cooked on it has turned out pretty delicious and, uh, I'm excited to try this chicken breast today. So, um, you yeah, know, it's funny, I've, I've tried a lot of different things out here and, uh, I came out here with my brother one time and, um, I, uh, I cooked some salmon for us, which turned out incredible. I mean, that was some of the best fish I've had in a while and the, just the smokiness that you get off of the, the campfire on anything that you cook adds just this dynamic to the flavor that, uh, is really unique and it, it, it just, it tastes like camping. It's awesome. Um. But you know the fish, man. We uh, I laid that out on the on the grate, and I cooked that on the same side, skin down. Which I know some people will flip it throughout. Um, I'm not a professional cook, but I imagine that most professionals would not flip it. But uh, you know you can if you need to. But anyway, that turned out really well, and um, the chicken was per. I mean the the, the, the fish was perfect. Um, we also had some steamed broccoli that night. I, uh, I did the same thing with the potatoes that I, that I did with the broccoli, except with the broccoli, I, I poked some holes in the tinfold, let steam escape and kind of steam the broccoli. And that turned out well as well as also. also. Um, and it just it had the, the tenderness of a steamed vegetable, but also kind of had that roasted like smoky flavor of the campfire. And I threw some spices in there as well with the olive oil to roast it. Um, So, uh, really, really delicious meal. And uh, the only thing we messed up that time was uh, I I tried cooking rice. And uh, I don't know what exactly happened, but something went terribly, terribly wrong with that because it did not taste good at all. My brother... uh, was a good sport but uh I think he got about two bites in and then he's like I can't I can't do this man so he ended up dumping the rest in the coals of the fire but um it was just crunchy I uh I I don't know what happened honestly I'm just uh not a big fan of trying to do it because it's 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 just messy and it it takes a lot of water too so the the other thing you got to think about when you're coming out remote is uh the volume of water that you're going to bring and what you're going to be cooking, what you're going to be drinking, all that kind of stuff and this particular spot um there's not too many water sources around but even the ones that are I wouldn't trust at all. Um I don't know if any of you have seen the Hillsboro River or familiar with the Hillsboro River, but um it's not something that the average person would be like, yeah, I drink that or I drink out of that. Uh, it's it's pretty gross. It's uh, it's almost a black water body, body of water, and um, I don't know what exactly causes that. I mean, there's a lot of oak tree leaves that drop around it, and cypress knees and all that kind of like cypress trees and and all that stuff. And I'm assuming that it's runoff. You know, but like from the acidity and the leaves and all that, but I don't know for sure. But I'm not going to drink it because no matter how much you preach it to me, you know, whether you've got a water filter system, you boil it, whatever. Like I. I'll pass, Okay, because I just I just don't trust it. I mean, you never want to take any any water from standing Areas as you know, absolutely. But even the running water around here, um, unless it's coming straight out of a spring, it's crystal clear. I'll still filter it, but I'm I'm still going to be a little weary about drinking it. Um, I just, I don't know. Growing up, you know, I I would come back here and I'd hike and I'd fish with my buddy, and you know, we'd be down the river all the time, you know, fishing and wading and jumping out of trees and swimming. But, you know, looking back as an adult, I'm like, what in the world was I thinking, man? It's like, there's snakes, water moccasins in there, there's alligators in there, there's probably flesh-eating bacteria, Um, but, you know, we would just do it, and, you know, I guess uh, kids don't think about that kind of stuff, but as I got a little bit older and kind of realized, you know, I probably shouldn't be doing that, and... um, so anyway, long story short, I don't trust drinking water either. So anything that I bring out here, like, I've got to bring... Any water I have, I've got to bring it out here. And so I'm just mindful of the amount that I bring. Um, and rice takes a lot, so it's uh, it's just not worth it to me. Maybe I'll try it again one day. I don't know. It burned me pretty bad, but we'll see. But uh, speaking of water... Um, you know, one time I uh, I brought my dad out here and I felt so bad because I totally messed up how I packed his uh, his backpack. Um, he borrowed one of mine and it's the first time he was coming out here and we uh, we were coming after work one day and I was at my job and he had a job going on. So when I got home, I was rushed and I was packing up everything real fast, trying to get it to go and. Um, I had these two um, gallon jugs of of water that I threw in the the pack, and I I just threw them right in the top of his pack. And that poor guy, I mean, he was teetering and tottering the whole way back here, over logs and and uh, around trees and all that kind of stuff, and totally off balance. And and I know that's not how you pack. A backpack at all I understand that but uh, I was in a hurry and and just wasn't thinking anyway uh, let's just say though the hike back was a little bit better because the water was gone and the jugs were empty so sorry dad lesson learned won't happen again but uh, it's a story something to tell um, but anyway I really enjoy coming out here a lot and uh, made some good memories and it's been a good training ground for me you know I can't wait to bring my kids out here camp with my boys and bring my wife and my daughter and share with them you know some of the experiences that I've gotten out here but um, yeah I just I sit here and I think about a lot of different things and it's important to get this time carved away and sometimes when you're on your own I mean solitude it's uh it's a good time for reflection it's a good time to meditate and just sit back and think clear your mind just let it run wherever it wants to run and and there have been times where I've come out here and literally just sat here and stared into the coals of the fire and just thought about anything and everything and just let my mind go. And um it's been it's been healthy to be able to do that because we all get so caught up in just the day-to-day grind of you know, I gotta pay this bill. I gotta do this. I gotta go. I gotta go do that. We've gotta be here. We've gotta go there. So and so's coming over tomorrow. We gotta get the house immaculate and blah 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 blah. I mean, it's just constantly one thing after another, and it it gets old. I mean, it really does. Just having such a busy life all the time, and uh, you just. We all just need to slow down and not try to cram so much into every single day and take opportunities like this where you can come out and just sit and listen. And just listen to the birds chirping, you know, or the leaves falling, or the animals rustling around. It's been so cool to come out here and be sitting here, just hanging out, and all of a sudden a group of wild boar come walking through you know, the area, or be hiking out here and look up and see two or three deer and you know, spook them and they run off, take off, and sit back and lay in the hammock and just listen to the birds chirping, and the wind blowing through the trees and the leaves. You know, there's a reason why there's these recordings of nature sounds that help people sleep, help people relax. And I never really thought about it before, you know, until this whole process began, but I think that's the way God designed it. I think He designed it for us to enjoy and to be able to be rejuvenated and re-energized and calmed when we just sit out here and just let it happen and let it just be what it is around us and not try to force anything. And I need that reminder constantly. Just letting things go and just let them, let them do what they're going to do. I mean, I'm not saying you got to kick back and take no action in your life whatsoever because that's absolutely not the case at all. I think it's extremely important for us to have goals and to try to accomplish those goals and to work forward and push and, and grow and learn. But i got to tell you, I've learned more in the last two years about myself and about life than I have in most of my adult life and it's because I've taken the time to turn off all the distractions and just live and I'm still not perfect at it my wife and my kids can attest to that I'm still distracted I'm still a jerk sometimes and I haven't gotten this perfected but I am way way better off now than I was two years ago And there's just not as much pressure on being what everybody else expects me to be I just be who I am. And for me, like this, this whole process and, and this journey has been really incredible from a standpoint, I've gotten to experience really cool things and And amazing places and meet some cool people. But what's been the most incredible about it is just my attitude and my stress level is totally different. It's just things that normally would have been a big deal don't really matter anymore. And the stuff that would normally infuriate me and send me into a blind rage just get me a little frustrated now and like i said you know i still have a long way to go i i still lose my temper and i still get annoyed and all that like this this isn't i'm not perfected by spending a little time in nature my point is if you don't take the time to do it if you don't take the time to cut out the, the crap and just focus on what's most important and prioritize what it is that this life is all about you're going to wake up one day and just full of regret and that's not something that you should do uh, That's not something I want to do and so that's part of the reason why I'm taking the time and taking the action that i'm taking now is i don't want to wake up when my kids are about to graduate high school or about to leave the house and sit back and say man i wish that we would have done all these things that we talked about doing i'm just gonna start doing them my kids want to my kids want to camp in the backyard we're camping in the backyard who cares if it's 80 degrees outside you know they want to take a trip my family wants to take a trip who cares if we don't have a lot of savings in the bank? We'll figure out a way. We'll make it happen. It's the experiences in life that are going to leave lasting memories for for your children and your family. And for me, that that is of the utmost importance right now. They're not going to care about, you know, what types of meals we had all the time or the types of clothes that they wore or whatever based on what daddy's income was, they're gonna think, Well, wow, my dad took the time, even though he worked hard, to do fun and special things with us and and enjoy the time with us. And that's what I want. I just I want my kids to have that memory. I want my wife to feel supported. That she's not parenting four, chi- four children on her own, you know? And that when we're together and we're experiencing things together, that I'm not stressed about every dime we're going to spend because it's going to be impactful somehow. Like, I just want us to have memories that will last a lifetime. And look back on this time in our life with so much joy and with like such passion that it it was it was a prime it was a prime time so I mean that's kind of some of the stuff that I, I think about a lot you know when I come out here and I think that that's important for other people to try to do as well and so I would encourage you you know you don't have to have all the fancy gear that I've got or you don't have to have uh, you know the best type of equipment you can get something relatively cheap you can get something pretty affordable and just go if you're if you have an inkling at all to do do anything that we're talking about just go and just do it don't let anything hold you back. So there you have it. That's my, that's my monologue, and that's my deep thought for today. Um, you know, this show is, is going to change a little bit as it progresses and transition more away from the philosophical, you know, the, the thought-provoking stuff, discussion. And, and get more focused on the topic at hand. You know, we are, we're going to be talking about hiking and camping and a bunch of different variety of topics surrounding those, those two things or three things. And for those of you who are looking for a podcast, that that's what it is. It will get there. But uh, please understand, you know, this, is, this is, has been a process for me, and I'm trying to lay out that process and that journey for those following along um, and get you to understand kind of where I'm coming from. So for those of you who are interested in this type of thing that like you're wanting what the first episode offered and what maybe the last few minutes offered, I would encourage you to check out our social media pages because I'm constantly posting pictures and thoughtful captions, um, you know, that have more of a motivational and inspirational type message. And this show, we'll have some of that sprinkled in, but overall we are going to be getting into more of the uh, specifics of different topics surrounding this hobby and and this activity of camping and hiking and backpacking and all that stuff that's involved. Um, So I encourage you to, to keep following along. If you haven't already go follow our, our Instagram page, and like our Facebook page, and subscribe to us on YouTube, and you're, you're going to get a lot of different content through there, um, and I think that you'll, you'll see that, uh, over time, we're going to find our groove, and we'll, we'll get, we'll get there, um, but again, you know, this is just a work in progress, and, and, these types of things take time and money and all kinds of stuff to be artistic and and be creative and and um, I just I just most of all I want to be real and genuine with my audience. I just want you guys to see what I see through my eyes and through my personality and through my perspective and and try to bring you into. The realm that i'm I'm operating in right now and uh, and share that with you so um if you are encouraged or excited about this process and this this path and this project specifically, then I would really encourage you to go check out our patreon page um, and look at some of the different um, packages that we offer on there, subscription tiers that are available, because not only is that going to help support the show, but that's also going to give you an insider scoop, an insider perspective to a lot of stuff that we're doing. There's a lot of content that will be available through that avenue that is not going to be available to everybody else, and um, it's it's going to be a huge help to be able to to get this show to the level that I want it to be at and move us down the line a little bit and, and help us be able to accomplish some of the goals that we've set up. So if you have some time, I would, I would encourage you to go check that out. And thank you again for everybody who's taken the time to listen and follow and subscribe. And uh, we are now on all podcast platforms. Um, I believe the only one that we're still waiting on confirmation back from is Pandora. Um, but other than that, you can plug in the trail connection on any of your podcast apps and we will show up. And, um, we are also starting to build a presence and a following on, on social media as well. So be a part of that community, jump on there and and help support us. And thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I, I appreciate every single one of you and the support that you're giving and the, the positivity and, and everything that you offer. Um, and keep, keep tuning in because we're not done yet. We're just getting started. And so next week we introduce our first guest, to, or the next episode we introduce our first guest to the Trail Connection. I think that's going to completely change the dynamic of this show, and I'm super excited to get that going and get that rolling. And uh, really, really pumped to get you guys along the way with me and bring you along. So thanks again for tuning in. See you back in a couple weeks. This is the Trail Connection. Thank you.